1: All right, welcome to the podcast that comes after Slightly Civil War, where we're going to be discussing 2D graphics versus 3D graphics.
0: Yes, we had a small small hiccup in which uh, I was preparing all of my arguments for 2D versus 3D platformers specifically, but I think I was able to pivot nicely.
1: Well, I'd be interested to hear some of your arguments there, because of course, 3D platforming is a pile of wank. (laughs)
0: Well, I mean, they were they were all essentially the same point. Uh, My my fact, Jack Metacritic was even more devastating as the first 2D platformer on the top 100 best reviewed games of all time is 79 Hmm. with Celeste. Huh. And yet no Undertale. And yet no Undertale on the top 100. Undertale's
1: always been snubbed. Well, I mean, also it was, missed out. What well, didn't get any game award nominations the year it came out? Is that true? Not that not that, that matters to us.
0: the The top one hundred best reviewed games of all time on Metacritic um, only go as low as a score of ninety four, though. So Undertale is, still has plenty of wiggle room to be very, very well reviewed. Are you going off the critic reviews
1: or the user reviews there? Uh,
0: do 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 do, do uh, just by full meta score. Oh. So,
1: well, who's to say?
0: I don't know what that means.
1: <laughs> I feel like metacritic's going to bias against old games from back before metacritic was a thing.
0: That's probably true. That is probably 100% true, but it's it's full it's full of nothing but 3D games. Like I said, the fir- the the top rated 2D game is at 52 With the Game Boy Advanced version of The Legend of Zelda A Link to the Past.
1: Well, getting back to platformers. Because platformers, of course, are a classic example of a style of game that the transition to 3D kind of killed. Yes and no. Platforming was fine when it was in two dimensions. You're either on a platform or you're not. None of this nonsense with falling down the front or behind a platform.
0: You know, and to this was part of my original uh, platforming argument. If we look at the Metacritic score, uh, number seven and eight of our all time best rated games is Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Uh, two fantastic 3D platformers. Well,
1: there's certainly the exception that proves the rule, because hmm. most 3D platformers are kind of shit.
0: I But there's also plenty of 2D platformers that are shit. That proves nothing. I would say it was easier to get
1: 2D platforming right. I mean, that's why platformers <laughs> were so much more rife in the 2D age. In the 2D age, platformers were like the default game. Every time sure. they made a spin-off for a movie... It was pretty much invariably a platformer.
0: <laughs> sure, sure. Did,
1: did you know there was a, a video game based on home improvement? What?
0: Uh, yeah. No, I did not.
1: In, it was on the uh, 16-bit consoles, and guess what? It was a platformer.
0: Well, every, Everything, like every sort of time game was just that side-scrolling. Was it an action platformer? Did you also have to, like, throw hammers at
1: things? Prob- probably. I only know it was a platformer. As most tie-in games were. Right. And then after 3D came along, most tie-in games became generic third-person shooters.
0: Very true. Very true. I think... I'm
1: representing platformers. Platformers been done wrong.
0: But there there is a a small resurgence within the indie community to make, you know, your hardcore precision platformers. Quite.
1: Most of which, of course, are 2D. That's very true. Like Celeste, Super Meat Boy, Mm. all of them. All of them. N Plus, of course, which is like the granddaddy of them all.
0: Oh, love that game. Love that game. Mm. No, the the game I'm currently uh, very obsessed with, Spelunky 2, as I was equally obsessed with Spelunky, uh, is a game that I don't believe could work within three dimensions.
1: All these games are indie, of course. Mm -hmm. And that's the other problem with 3D graphics, is that... They're a lot harder to do, require a lot more budget to make. That's true. And uh, are part of the general symptoms of video games insisting on being top of the range at all times with the technology and yeah. gradually shunting out indie developers until the, there was this massive equality gap. Right. There's Now there's the AAA big money 3D stuff, and then there's a huge gap and there's indie developers who are mostly making pixel art 2D games because that's a hell of a lot easier, <laughs> and also right. because the indie sphere tends to be more artistic. Those games tend to be more interesting. Which really is all—it's all 3D's fault.
0: It's uh, that's mostly true. I, I can agree with you there. I think what's really interesting is that there is nothing in between. Like your double A developer has really fizzled.
1: Well there's a couple of mid-range things. Usually 3D, usually like they use they use a lot of bought assets.
0: Yes, usually very generic. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I I like I'm with you and I think there there's a few specific examples uh that we can point to. Uh I'm thinking uh of Risk of Rain and Risk of Rain 2.
1: Ah. A game that went from 2D to 3D.
0: Right, and the the essential, like the core gameplay loop is exactly the same in both of those games. Uh, and even though I, I quite enjoyed my time with Risk of Rain 2, I didn't put as many hours into it as I did Risk of Rain. The So I, I think the 3D hurt the Risk of Rain formula.
1: Why do you think that was? Let's analyze your feelings. Why wasn't it as much fun?
0: That I think that has a lot to do with the roguelike elements of the game and I don't I, I have yet to find a roguelike game that I feel really works within three dimensions it's hard for it's hard for me to figure out all of the meta game challenges while also navigating a physical space instead of just back and forth
1: hmm i guess when you add a third dimension that's an extra dimension where you have to make environments seem varied. Mhm. In 2D it's a lot easier to make a bunch of different environments that all feel subtly different. Yes. But in 3D with the third dimension it's kind of harder. Right. That, that's 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 just my instinct. There.
0: Well, and Risk of Rain 2's environments, you know, speaking going specifically here weren't uh, very varied. The placement of objects on them were varied, but the environments themselves did not change.
1: Yeah, I played Ritzker 2 for a while. That's what I noticed. Mm -hmm. The environments were always the same. Just the object placement changed.
0: Yeah, and I, I guess, like, for me, it fell flat because of the third dimension I felt added too much chaos. Where, mm. like, in two dimensions, because you're limited in your movement, I always felt very in control of where I was, where the enemies were, what they were doing, how I was like containing the millions of enemies. But mm. in 3D, someone's behind you and you don't know. And that, that ex-
1: yeah, that extra dimension adds extra dimensions of complication. It's, it's uh, exponential. Really?
0: Yes, but but I also do think that can be a good thing. Like, in certain games, having that extra dimension, having more freedom of movement can be a benefit.
1: I stand by my point that there's actually a very small number of game genres or types that strictly need 3D graphics to function. Hmm. I'd say first-person games generally do. Right. And flight simulators generally do. And we might have noticed the very first 3D games were in those
0: genres. I'm I'm trying to think of a, of literally any other like I'm trying to think of a specific game that just wouldn't work the same in 2D. That's not a mm. first person shooter or a flying flying game.
1: So a and lot of like brawling games you can just do it like Streets of Raid.
0: That, well, that's true. Except for that formula gets tired. Mm. That formula Fight, gets tired.
1: fighting games. I definitely don't need 3D graphics. Most they tried to be 3D for a while. Now they'll mostly they've gone back to just being 2D again, mm-hmm. or 3D graphics along a 2D plane,
0: like the new like the Nether fighters. That's true. I think we can very clearly look at the Zelda series and what Zelda has done with something like Link to the Past and something like Breath of the Wild, and I think Breath of the Wild hits harder because it's in 3D. Sure, mm. it, it, is done, it has been done before, but this the same feeling of exploration, you can't achieve that with 2D environments.
1: I suppose not. I mean, you could sort of recreate Breath of the Wild as a top-down game, but mm. you wouldn't get those spectacular vistas. Mm. You wouldn't be able to stand on a mountaintop and
0: see the world unfold below you. Right. You wouldn't be able to, like, climb a mountain- and find the treasure up there if it was 2D and top down, because you'd, you'd see the treasure. <laughs> just like, oh, I have to climb the mountain and I see the treasure. Hmm. So I will say the exploration genre uh, is is very much intensified. That's a,
1: that's a good point. But the game needs to be designed to make the most of verticality. Mm-hmm. Dark Souls does that very well. Sure. You explore in every direction in a game like Dark Souls. But then you look at something like Gears of War, where it's just being shunted along from one chest-high-wall safari arena to the next.
0: Sure. Well, it's like, I don't, I, you know, basically, of course, it's a big, It's depends. It's a big, mm. it depends. Uh, you know what I've been replaying a lot recently, just that you mentioned Dark Souls, is that uh, Salt and Sanctuary. Ah, yes. I've played that. The, the 2D Dark Souls. and yeah. And I do think, like, the combat feels very similar in Salt and Sanctuary than it does in Dark Souls, but it's that exploration element that is definitely lacking.
1: Yes, I agree. It's definitely got the essence of the combat down. Mm. That's certainly fairly easy to recreate in 2D. But then in the exploration, you lose things like being able to see something in the distance and say, <laughs> I'm going to go there. <laughs> right. Because you can only see about 20 foot in front of you.
0: <laughs> exactly. And so I think I think that's an element that works in 3D's favor.
1: Oh, well, that's fair enough. Exploration if it's used well.
0: Yeah, well good. I mean, listen, that's the caveat for everything. Yep, I <laughs> if suppose. It, if it's used well. I'm trying to think of there has to be another example though of needing 3D. Hmm. And I and I'm trying to also find a game that I know you like um just to just to throw you on your heels a little bit okay so well, good luck with that <laughs> so a game that we both agree is fantastic uh for different reasons might not work as well in a 2d realm which is the return of the Din. aha uh-huh. which utilizes well and again it, it that that uh focuses a lot on the discovery element Yeah, it's exploration again.
1: It utilizes the first person thing in a sort of crime scene
0: investigation way. Right. Where you can investigate all the nooks and crannies and look for the clues. That's something that definitely could not work within 2D. You
1: could do a heavily simplified version if one for example was making the game boy port of of the (laughs) Din. you could do it like a 2d adventure game where it's just like a room Mm -hmm. if you click on a thing and then it shows you like a zoomed in view of that thing
0: (laughs) sure i mean it
1: wouldn't it wouldn't be as
0: neat Mm -hmm. but you could probably do it i suppose i suppose um I guess the other thing that we're we're missing here, the other element that we're missing here, and I know this is something that you enjoy slightly and I've only had very few experiences with, which is virtual reality.
1: Yes, that falls under the heading of first-person games games, for (laughs) me. Oh, sure, just
0: (laughs) in general, first-person games.
1: Speaking of VR, though, Mm -hmm. it gives me hope for the future of VR becoming more accepted because even though it takes a lot of adjustment, 3D graphics also required a lot of adjustment on the parts of players. Hmm. Being able to like um, navigate first-person shooters, it takes a while for you to get your your sea legs, as it were. That's true. And as I was saying, if you if you take, get someone who has absolutely no experience of gaming, give them the controls of a 3D game. <laughs> like I give like I give like 3D to my mum, and she'd just like touch the mouse and immediately stare at the floor. And we and, forget
0: how like how much this has become second nature for us. That's true. I remember giving giving I forget what game it was. It was a first person game. Giving it to someone and they they ended up looking at the floor, but then they continued to walk around. Like, wait, where am I supposed to be going? And you, why aren't you looking forward? Yeah. Oh, you can do that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not even get started on figuring out dual analog stick 3D gaming. Mm.
0: The best, the best invention was being able to move the camera.
1: (laughs) That's why, that's why, Mario sixty four had this very, very patient tutorial Mm. for centered around the three D camera. Right. So that took a lot of adjustment, and VR takes a lot of adjustment. So you know, just about make the technology accessible to all, and then everyone can catch up.
0: I suppose. I suppose. I suppose. I think
1: twenty years from now, all the kids will be playing VR and going ha ha. All the, Mr. Well, Mr. Packard can't figure out how to play VR without throwing up.
0: What? What's what's this? What's happening? Why?
1: Doesn't what's, even know how to download his soul to the nether space.
0: One, I think you know. Once we get to that point where like VR is uh, a VR rig is just as light as a pair of glasses, that's going to be that's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic.
1: Mm. It'd need to be quite a big pair of glasses. Well so Otherwise, you'd be able to see the real the real world past the edges.
0: You know, just like. Like swimmers goggles, like swimmers I hate, goggles.
1: I, I ain't wearing swimming goggles because they have to be sealed on, and they feel like they're sucking my eyeballs out. Well, it's mean, like a big pair of wraparounds.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just so you just look something.
1: like you look like Arnie in the Terminator.
0: <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I think I think one of your one of uh, one of your points that while true now will not be true later, which is the ease of development. Hmm. I think you are correct that it. I mean, it's just more accessible for people to make 2D games. Yeah, uh, I think
1: it always will be. I think it's always going to be a exponentially bigger workload to add the third dimension.
0: And I think you know that's true a little bit. And I, but I also think that development tools are coming to a place where it's becoming more accessible. My my big question to you is how. All right. How do I want to put this here? How much of two like indie two D games is ease of development, and how much is nostalgia baiting?
1: Uh, it's a lot of the first one, I think. Or I mean, if you look at if you look at a lot of these like big name indie games like your Undertales and your Obadins mm-hmm. and everything with simple graphics, it's usually because they have very small teams and. Sure. Uh, Make it make graphics for 2D games. Open MS Paint. Blah, 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 blah. There you go. Make <laughs> graphics for 3D games. Oh shit! Now I have to download Blender. Now I have to learn how to work all the vertices. <laughs> I have to work from multiple angles. Mm-hmm. Now I have to create a texture map. It's it's exponential, is what I'm saying. But, There's so much more work involved
0: in making 3D graphics. But what my question is here is. At the start of a concept of the game,
1: Peppa was Peppa. just staring at me. I'm trying to invite him up. Peppa, I, come
0: up. Come listen, on. if we want to go full like pet cast here, I, <laughs> I have both of mine in my office with me right now. We can we can have a pet off.
1: He's still staring at me. I, I will let him uh, calculate his next few moves <laughs> and uh, we'll see where we go.
0: That's fair. No, I I guess what you know what I'm trying to say here is I think at conception of a game, you know something like your Celeste, right? Mm. The creators of Celeste said like I'm going to make an old school 2D platformer um because like that's the game I want to make because very likely that's the game that or that's similar to games that they grew up playing. Most certainly. And so in the future when someone has an indie game idea, are they going to say, I want to make a 2D platformer or are they going to say, I want to make a third person shooter because that's the kind of game I grew up playing.
1: They're going to say, I'm going to make a 2D platformer because a lot of people were still making those when I was a kid. But they're going to say, I'm going to make a 2D platformer because I remember playing Celeste as a kid, (laughs) which inspired (laughs) me greatly. And it seems a hell of a lot easier than making 3D graphics. Sure. (laughs) So I'm going to do that. It's like asking why why do people still write books when films exist? Cuz it's easy to write books. <laughs> you just need a word processor.
0: No, no. No. I mean, yes, but also no.
1: <laughs> Mark my words, there's always going to be
0: 2D games. Uh I no, I agree with you. I agree with you that there's going to be 2D games and I know I am coming very I'm coming down hard on 2d not for any particular reason i love many many 2d games uh i j- more so just to have a conversation i'm trying to be contrarian oh well that's fair enough there's the pepper that's that's the that's the point it's a debate exactly exactly and so i'm just trying to i'm trying to make sure that we explore all corners well can we agree that there has never been any good
1: 3d sonic games
0: I I don't think there's been any good Sonic games. So. Oh, that's right. yeah. So, well, uh, yes. So there, are, there are a lot of people with affection for the 2D
1: ones. Some people with who take that affection just a little bit too far, perhaps.
0: Yes, they take that affection in weird places.
1: But they exist. And I'm sure they're the same people are going to bring up some of the 3D Sonic games that are supposed to be good, uh-huh. like Sonic Colors and Sonic Generations and all of those. And I, what I've noted about all those games is that the reason why they tend to work... You're all right, Pepper, you're shaking. Might be chilly in here. Oh. All the Sonic games with the 3D gameplay that seems to work is because the you only ever move along 2D planes. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you'll be travelling down, like, a causeway in one direction, like a right. Crash Bandicoot game, or it'll be, like, a side-on section. Right, and right. And the moment you have to move in, like, three dimensions like in uh, Sonic 06, for example, where they had these big open levels,
0: mm-hmm. then it's
1: a big pain in the ass.
0: Yes, and I think, like, yeah, Sonic Sonic has never worked in 3D, which is crazy to me because, like, so many, there are, like, there are just, like, racing games where it's in 3D and you go forward and you go fast, and those yeah, are it's, better Sonic games. Yeah, it's funny that,
1: because I was about to say, maybe it's the, the high-speed
0: gameplay that makes Sonic not work in 3D. No, no, I think I think like we've seen that work that well, there's what game just uh, got announced. It's like a uh, it's called like Drift Something Rally. Yeah, it looks that really sounds fun. like
1: a sounds like a very generic name.
0: Yeah. Hold on. Like uh, it's a it's it's a 3D racer with old school. Who uh, is this it? This is not it. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not going to remember what it's called. Uh, but it looks great. Oh, here we go. This might be it. Victory, See, Victory Heat Rally is the name of it. Still pretty generic now. Very generic, but it's it's a 3D racing game that emphasizes speed and drifting, and it looks great. You put Sonic in, in place of that car, and you got a 3D Sonic game. Well,
1: thinking about it... I suppose fast paced gameplay would work better in three D cause you can actually see what's going on far in the distance. Damn. And see it coming towards you.
0: That was something I was just thinking about when when we were talking about genres that only work in three D. I think racing games are a prime example of something that works better in three D. But you're still only moving in
1: two planes in racing games. If it could be from like first person or it could be like top down, but but you never there's no verticality in most racing games. You know, you're going all around a track. You're never going up and down. Mm. Sure. Well, I say that. I'm sure like some of the later Mario cards had a lot of
0: weird vertical stuff. Yeah, uh, You're still on a track. Like oh No matter what, you're yeah. still on a track. And then it turns into a flying game, which we've already covered. But what about sports games in general? Like Rocket League? Like Rocket League, which is a racing
1: game. Which would probably be a hell of a lot easier if it was 2D. Well, (laughs) sure. Because then you
0: wouldn't be constantly losing track of the ball. But significantly less fun. Yeah, Rocket League is a racing slash flying game. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Like Rocket League. And soccer. Yes. Just to add to the mix. But, you know, like that or any, like, old school, like any Madden game, I think those games work better in 3D so you can actually, like, look over the field and see what's happening. I think Madden you know, you works can, better in 3D. You could just track
1: the mouse around.
0: <laughs> I don't think it works the same you know baseball. You gotta, you gotta see where the runners are. You gotta see all the stuff. I think sports. There's games.
1: a lot of perfectly good baseball games in 2D times that
0: people seem to like. Mm, but do they? Yes. Do they? Do they make retro sports games? Like all they make ret- re- retro sports games exist. But I'm, I'm saying, like, do does anyone make any?
1: Nothing springs to mind. Like, is is anyone then, like? But oh, I great. guess when you're making sports games, you want to make, I guess, those benefit from being realistic because you want to give people the fantasy of living, of being a baseball player or a football player. Sure. It's the fantasy of living in the realistic world of sports. Which would benefit
0: and from 3D.
1: I suppose. Yes. The people who like sports games, they like they like realism in their sports games.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I was trying to ignore Pepper's antics. I mean, that's
0: what I'm. I'm seeing what's he. Do, what's he doing? Just sniffing. That's fair. Uh that that's fair. No, I, and I think like though now this just has me curious. Like, didn't anyone grow up like loving like NES football and making making a retro football game? I don't know. Huh. Like, I mean,
1: people liked Speedball Two back in the day. Mm-hmm. Like sort of a sci-fi ball game. Let's find out. Let's, Let's go on Steam, the gigantic melting pots of indie garbage, and see what we can find in the world of retro-style sports games.
0: Right. You know what I'm remembering uh, is like, what was it called? I think it was called like Mutant League Football. Oh, yes. That was an old-school sports title that also was like a battler. That was a great game. That was a, game a great called, game. It
1: was game called Mutant Football League on Steam. Oh, I wonder if is that's that, Is that the same one?
0: Oh, I don't know.
1: Well, it's not trying to be realistic by the looks of it. <laughs> let's 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 browse game genres with the sports tag. Okay. And now I will you know, it seems really unintuitive as to search. <laughs> if you want to search for more than one tag, it's a real pain in the ass. Let's go Indie. Let's add the tag Indie and then Sports and then 2D. Oh, okay. All right, so let's see what we got.
0: Uh, by the way, Mutant Football League is an American football video game and it's a spiritual successor to Mutant League Football. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. I <laughs> you you could have guessed that from the way
1: they took the name and moved it around a bit. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at the list that's come up under the Steam tags, indie sports and two D. Uh-huh. No, there isn't anything like old school baseball Sims. We're getting stuff like speed runners, which is not even a real sport. <laughs> Quite a few skating games, Ooh, like, sure. like Ollie Ollie, super, uh-huh. something called Super Blood Hockey.
0: I like it. I like Super Blood Hockey. That sounds great.
1: Super Blood Hockey. That's about. Fast paced, gory hockey violence. I love it. With some, apparently, with some management elements where you have to look after your uh, the training regimen and make sure you've got a good healthcare provider. Sounds interesting,
0: actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the PS4 trailer right now uh, and it looks hilarious. But yes, the, it seems that in
1: the world of sports games, at least, they always mm-hmm. try to keep up with the current cutting edge of graphics.
0: I th- I think which I think is probably
1: because sense. as I said the people who like those games want them to look realistic to in- enhance the fantasy.
0: Mm. I think I think that's fair. I think uh I think there's also like a control element that 3D gives you more options as far as control is concerned. Yeah. And, and with
1: that comes the greater level of complexity. <laughs> makes it less accessible.
0: Yes, but also the greater level of complexity that will make it more interesting to play.
1: So I think, so just to summarise what we've established so far, Mm -hmm. the games that actually benefit from 3D, first-person games, uh, flight sim games, exploration-based games, if designed with with some verticality, Mm -hmm. and sports games whose audience demands realism.
0: Yes, and, and you know, in the sports game, yeah, no, you're you're right. Well, except for Rocket League, which is kind of like sports game adjacent. Yes, but it's it is three D anyway. So I feel like we can put Rocket League. I, I feel like we can put we can remove the caveat from uh, uh, sports games of, of people who want realism because I think there's a lot of sports games that won't work in two D. Uh, much like Rocket League, uh Tony Hawk, the Tony Hawk series. Uh that that is something that only works in three D.
1: Well, let's go on to the other side of the coin, because there's a lot of games that have three D graphics now that were traditionally always two D and are presented in two D. Okay. And it just seems very wasteful. Alright. Like for example, XCOM. XCOM is a tactical game that started out as a two D tactical game mm-hmm. and still plays exactly the same, except now it's all in three D graphics which seems excessive and might unnecessarily shut out people with less intense computers.
0: I... And what if you
1: wanted to play XCOM on your phone?
0: I was going to say, yeah, you can get XCOM on your iPad now.
1: Well, it would probably run on a lot more low market hardware if there was a 2D version.
0: Uh, I think at XCOM is, pr- at this point, XCOM is pretty well optimized to run on just about anything. I feel like XCOM, uh, you're, you're right in that a tactics-based game can work on a top-down 2D plane very, very simply. That's the essence of the game, is grid-based most, movement.
1: Yeah, most of them do. Like, look at Civilization, for example. Mm, mm-hmm. They That's basically good- perfected the formula, and uh, now it's just, Really unnecessarily sparkly, fannying about with the graphics.
0: But I will say that XCOM, the newer XCOM, being in 3D helps get you in the mood. It helps well, bring I you into the I don't want to world. judge you
1: for your sexual peccadilloes, mate.
0: It helps immerse
1: you in the game. Even though you're floating above it. As like an omnipotent observer.
0: Yes, absolutely. Because you can you can kind of get into the headspace of every one of your agents. You're in a, a realistic setting. I think the the next caveat we need to add to 3D is immersion.
1: Oh, that nonsense! Ah, yes, the ever-present nonsense. When we say immersion, sometimes immersion can mean that you're absorbed. You can be absorbed by a good story. Absolutely. Even if the two D if you've got two D graphics are not very good. Mm-hmm. Immersion is more about that technology pushing realism side of things.
0: Well I think, if you, I you think if
1: you need it to 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 be immersed in experience, that points to a certain shallowness on your part.
0: I you need you disagree. need to be
1: able to use your imagination more. Into the land of make believe. <laughs> Not... When we were kids, we could have fun with bits of scrap paper and a spoon.
0: That's true, but we ain't kids no more. <laughs> I I think you can look at at something like XCOM on on one side of things, like the newer 3D XCOM, and you know the uh, ASCII Rogue likes like Rogue on the other side of the key, and there is a clear. There is a clear victor when you know the th- what the thing you are shooting at looks like.
1: I suppose I'm being grumpy about this cuz I think the the push to top of the range 3D graphics is one of the tools of the evil corporations we always hate. Absolutely. It's how they shut out the the middle class, the mid-range developers.
0: Oh right. No, and, and- without a
1: strong middle class there's no social mobility
0: and society crumbles. Absolutely, and that's where we are right now within video games and society in general. The and and also like cutting edge graphics um, are are now elevated to a point in the sales of the game beyond the gameplay and beyond the story. Just take a look at anything big that came out this year. Thinking it's this of,
1: whole it's this whole side industry, and they all like tie into each other with their big spidery tentacles. All the games saying get the latest video cards to see the game at its best, and all the videos cards saying play the latest games to use your see your video card used at its full potential. Mm-hmm. And oh, they all no, I... splatter each other's logos on each other, bukaki style. And it's all a big sex party for the
0: rich cunt. And the gameplay is suffering because of it, because you can't sure do, is you can't do interesting things with that detailed of textured models. Look at how many games have felt the need to push the best graphics and had to remove gameplay features as a result. Mm, abso- no, absolutely. so I can I, I'm with you and I understand your bitterness towards 3D graphics, but there is Grrr. There is a, an added immersion with well-defined characters and actions. It's only because people have been
1: spoiled now.
0: Well, yeah. If I
1: went back in time with the time machine and made sure 3D graphics never happened, I reckon everyone would be perfectly happy playing all their 2D games. And I'm Just sure in like up to 4K resolution now.
0: I to am have sure the most detailed perfectly... pixel art of them all. No, no, no. I'm sure people were perfectly happy with the silent film. What? I can read and watch a movie at the same time? I love the piano player. The live piano player. Why would you ever get rid of the live piano player? At time, times, they got to change. The times they are a change in.
1: (laughs) They can Um, change in the wrong direction.
0: uh, Yeah, I don't think 3D is the wrong direction. (laughs) It can go
1: down dead ends.
0: It can go down dead ends. Uh, Ooh, that's an interesting interesting side amble. Has there been... Oh, well, uh, I suppose there has been video game dead ends... And I'm trying to think of one. Maybe motion controls, but that kind of morphed into VR.
1: Well, yeah. the The whole Wiimote thing was kind of a dead end. Mm-hmm. Having to like move around a stick in the various <laughs> ways. The the motion controls that worked, are like the one to one hand reproducing devices, right? Like what like what the Valve Index has, mm-hmm. where it just perfectly simulates your hands in the game space. But none did of that, this waggling a stick nonsense.
0: Did that branch from the success of the Wii?
1: I suppose.
0: And we do have things like, like you know, using the gyro in your controller for precision aiming—that sort of thing. Hmm. That's it's, I, that's that's kind of annoying, though. It is. I agree. Uh, so I, I don't think. i I'm, I guess what I'm saying here is, I don't think that vr or or that motion controls is dead as it is dying and mutated
1: (laughs) yes which might be worse than being dead
0: (laughs) that's fair has there has there been i'm trying i'm trying to think either of like a style of video game uh a a gameplay genre that has died out completely as we are thinking of all these
1: things yeah it's hard to say because a lot of things uh uh, get brought back by Nostalgia knots right. 20 years down the line. When I think of when, we brought about, when you brought up sports games earlier, I thought about those sports games they used to have on the Commodore 64 back in the day. They were just like a sequence of mini-games where you had to waggle the joystick left and right to make your dude run along the track.
0: Ah, yeah, and
1: yeah. You don't see games like those anymore. Joystick waggling, there you go. There's a dead end. Oh, I guess it transitioned to uh, certain kinds of quick-time event that <laughs> uh furiously waggle the analog sticks to get out of trouble.
0: The, the quick time event is the vestigial organ that was the minigame. Yeah. Yeah, I miss I miss minigame games. WarioWare is is a is a, for, a forever lost classic that no one remembers uh as being as great as it was because it was. It was fantastic.
1: I think a lot of people remember the WarioWare is good, and there's been WarioWare games since Although not, not as, lately,
0: yeah, not as many as I would like. Which is the last, n- last one
1: was on the last one was on the Wii U, wasn't it? And it wasn't very good.
0: I, I think the last one was on the DS.
1: Let's let's look this up.
0: <laughs> but yes,
1: we're crying out for a new WarioWare game on the Switch,
0: or at least a WarioWare-like game. You know, it doesn't have to be WarioWare.
1: WarioWare series. List of WarioWare games.
0: All right. Let's see here. WarioWare Gold on the 3DS uh, came out in 2018. Hmm. Uh, Game and Wario came out on the Wii U in 2013.
1: Yeah, that's the last one I played. WarioWare Gold sounds like it would have been like a re-release or a remake.
0: Uh, The title is known as Gorgeous Made in Wario in Japan. Uh, it does not. Up- or here, let's see here. Wario Gold, a party video game, yep. WarioWare series,
1: features both new micro games and micro games from past entries in the series for a total of oh. over three hundred micro games.
0: Uh well, so, but it's new games. I guess it's good news. But it's on the you know 3ds. It's on the 3ds, right? It Which like I think was on
1: 3ds towards the end of the 3ds's life, like right on the end of
0: it. Let's see here, 2018. Because the Switch
1: kind of took over from both the Wii and the 3DS. Yeah, it yeah, was
0: a little bit the double the tail end. I still have my 3DS, uh, and I have a I have a special 3DS that I can hook up to my computer to capture gameplay footage from it. So I might be playing WarioWare Gold soon. I think most people
1: still have a 3DS lying around somewhere. Right. Yeah, the Switch came out in 2017, so that was out for a that had been out for a year when WarioWare Gold came out.
0: Yeah, bring it, bring WarioWare games back. I love them.
1: Why wouldn't you? they have made a version of WarioWare Gold for the Switch, I wonder?
0: Probably because it was designed specifically for the dual screens. Switch still has a touchscreen, doesn't it? Yeah, well, touch screen, but not dual screens. All right, fine. You get, get with the times, man. We're back down to one screen. Oh, well, I guess we just
1: discovered a technological dead end for video games. Oh. The dual screen.
0: That stuck around for quite some time, though.
1: I guess, but there's no contemporary system that has a dual screen.
0: That's very, very true. That's very, very true.
1: (laughs) There you go. We figured it out.
0: (laughs) Oh, I miss my dual, all my dual screens, like the big, ugly clamshell dual screen. I think the fundamental issue with the
1: dual screen as a gaming system is that you can only look at one screen at a time. Mm-hmm. That's just how human eyes work, right? So you might so having a dual screen is fundamentally identical, to just having one screen and just changing what window is up.
0: Yeah. It's also a lot
1: easier because you don't have to keep moving your eyes around.
0: Uh, yes, except you can get more information at a quick glance with dual screens.
1: Just press one button, press the start button, bring the menu up. It's easy.
0: I, I am i am currently um looking at uh three monitors. I am a big believer in more screens well that's equal, just a bigger better.
1: desktop space isn't it, it yes yeah, it's basically all
0: one screen it could it could be but instead of switching windows or making windows smaller, i can quick glance for information
1: well that's that's for p c user isn't it if you if you want to like make yourself more efficient while working on your p c like, yes. I have two. I have two monitors that I'm looking at right now. Mm-hmm. I might be playing a game on one and have a video open on the other. But that's it's not a gaming platform.
0: But it can be utilized in a gaming platform to uh, you know, like for example, what if what if in our fancy PCs here you were playing uh, a, a game like The Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild on one screen? It was just that big game, and then you could move all of your um, your uh, oh, what do they call that all your GUI <laughs> all your heads-up displays to another monitor so you have the perfect game image here and your all of your heads-up display in another monitor that you could quick glance at if you needed it but you can still only
1: look at one monitor at a time so you might as well just have a button that makes the GUI come up and it would be exactly the same
0: but then but that's a button
1: but then you wouldn't but you don't have to look away, so I guess it's down to personal choice. Do you do you find it easier to glance or to press a button? I mean, they're both really easy. <laughs> yeah,
0: fair, fair enough.
1: <laughs> well, this has gone off topic a few in a few places.
0: It sure has, but, but man, a, it was fun.
1: It's a pretty broad topic anyway. But I yeah, think it. we should. I think we should wrap things up. I, th- I think we're we're running out of steam. Absolutely. Conclusion is you can't escape. The march of progress, nor dogs pointing their butts at your head.
0: Both are very true. Uh, and yes, it's as always, it surely depends on the specific property and or how well they implement any sort of gameplay features.
1: Any but game can it. be good.
0: Any game can be good if implemented well. Uh, that's, that's always true. That's just always go. true. All right. Well, hey! Thanks, everyone, for watching and/or listening to this. Uh, this was 3D versus 2D games. Uh, if you missed the episode you can head over to escapismagazine.com to see that uh while you're over at escapismagazine.com you can become an escapist plus member and uh enjoy the benefits of supporting us making our weird videos and having ad free videos there's Pe- i thought pepper was falling because was... he was falling cuz i was pushing him over right uh or over on youtube you can become a youtube member get special uh emotes when we live stream and uh, get videos a week early on youtube uh thanks for watching and listening once again i've been jack packard
1: and i've been pepper i'm oh. a very sweet dog
0: pepper thank you so much for joining us
1: uh, you're welcome this will be completely lost on people listening on the soundcloud won't it
0: uh, currently, Yatsi is holding up his dog to the camera and moving its paws while speaking like it. Yes, and he hates it. <laughs> I can tell. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. Bye.